From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's episode, we're talking about being proactive and engaging in the actions that will protect your marriage from infidelity. And there's an anonymous quote that says, when you love someone, you protect them from pain. You don't become the cause of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just something to think about. Yeah. Something to think about as we start wow. this episode. Um, but as we jump into this episode, we start every One Extraordinary Marriage episode with a hug. And it's an opportunity for us to celebrate what's happening in your marriage, steps that you've taken, breakthrough that you've had. And this hug comes from a post that was in the One Family Facebook group. Side note, if you don't already belong, join us there. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash one family and we'll get you in. We'll get you in. So the hug says, my husband and I went on two unplanned dates this past week. Wow. And I have to share because, well, my husband is just the best. I was shopping to get some final Easter bunny things for our three littles. And he calls and says, Grampy said he'll stay with the kids. Let's go grab a quick drink and a nap. I was like, is he okay with the kids? I told him I would be quick, but I never am. So anyway, we went and it was in the middle of the afternoon and it was great. The second date happened when we took two of our three kids with us, but it was still unplanned and so fun. I left both experiences feeling refreshed and just happy. Mm. We had a third baby last year on Easter, and since then, it hasn't always been easy to find time away. Our youngest is going to be one in another week, and we just recently kind of got back into our routine again, and it feels great. Seasons happen for a reason, and if we can focus on it being a season instead of an end, we can always see the light on the other side. Mm. That right there is just such a golden nugget. When you look at things that are happening in your life as seasons, like she said, you can always see the light on the other side. Yes. So incredible. Love it. So incredible. Well, as Tony said at this top of this episode, we are talking about protecting your marriage from infidelity. And there have been a lot of posts DMs on Instagram, emails, like literally it's been kind of all over the place where couples are talking about affairs in their marriage. Um, especially, you know, a lot of a lot of the underlying message in these is that their spouse found something that was missing in the marriage with someone else. Mm-hmm. And we want to say from the beginning of this episode, very beginning, caveat to start this one is that we don't ever condone affairs. It's never okay if you're feeling disconnected in the marriage to step out and go find what you're missing somewhere else. We strongly encourage, especially me as a marriage coach, that you work on what's here Mm -hmm. and you take care of business at home and work to figure things out. I also want to say this though. If you have, it doesn't mean that you can't have the extraordinary marriage you desire because we have seen many of folks, Mm -hmm. Elisa has coached folks, we have seen it where an affair has happened and the reconciliation process, the forgiveness process has taken time and yet they've come out stronger on the other Absolutely. side. Absolutely. Because they really understand what they're now protecting. So do know that we have seen both sides and we love both of you. Mm-hmm. We love all of you. 
in that process and we're here for you. We're here for you. And that's why we have our six pillars of intimacy because no matter where you are, you can pick up that. You can look at the framework. You can find out where the cracks are and you can continue to strengthen those areas to fortify your marriage. 100%. And you know, this episode, even as we were, Tony and I kind of always, I guess it's not a debrief when you do it before the show. It's a pre-brief. A pre-brief. We pre-brief before we start recording just to kind of talk through what are we talking about and whatnot. And he just, you know, stands across the microphone, the our recording desk for me. And he's like, what's the angle? And I just looked at him and I said, you know, really, this is about the fact that I talk to so many couples. This is like, like if you could talk to somebody that had already been through an affair and they would tell you, hey, here's how to avoid getting there. Mm. This is what so many of them would tell you. This comes out of, you know, for me, over 10 years experience now as a marriage coach, listening to couples who find themselves in a place of infidelity and going, I wish I had known this then. I wish I had taken action here. I wish I had seen these patterns. And, And so if you're like, I can't even imagine that there would ever be infidelity in our marriage. Fantastic. Keep listening. Or there may be somebody you know a friend, a family, somebody in your community who does need to hear this today. Mm -hmm. And so part of being in the one family and part of the one family means that we bless others. Mm -hmm. And so you may know somebody, a friend who you may have just talked to just the other day who is just, they're they're just, they're battling in their marriage in some way. It may be that an, uh, an affair has already happened. Maybe it hasn't yet but this is your way to bless them Mm. to go, you know what? I care about you enough and I care about your marriage enough that you need to listen to this. And if your marriage has been rocky or maybe you have been dealing with this, keep listening. Mm -hmm. It it doesn't matter where you are in marriage or what you think could happen or not, but it's, it's looking at this and taking this knowledge because over the years we've seen so many patterns emerge when it comes for opportunities to, for an affair to happen And, and getting into this place of, you know, going, what can I do? Right? That's why I talk about that. And every, in the Six Pillars of Intimacy book, every chapter that dealt with a particular pillar had a section in there called, what can I do? Because like this post said the other day, you marry a person that makes you feel special, someone that pays attention to you. And what I found interesting about that was the fact that it didn't say that you married a person that you expect to ignore you, or you marry a person that you expect to reject you over and over again. And what Tony and I know from our own marriage is that a failure to be intentional in any of the six pillars of intimacy can open the door to considering outside connection. Mm-hmm. Whether that's, uh, you know, I remember there was a period of time, um, Tony and I were living in Loma Linda and he was commuting to LAX, which was what, two, two and a half hours? Two hours, pretty two much. Hours. I was, two and a half on a Friday. Yeah. I was going from Loma Linda to Anaheim. Both of those were along the 91. And if you talk to anybody that is from Southern California and you just mentioned the 91 freeway, people will roll their eyes and cringe because it's literally bumper to bumper traffic regardless of the time of day. And, and in the 90s, it was even worse. Yeah. It just it was, ridiculous. It was horrible. Yeah. I, I, like it, there might be a little PTSD you're just talking about. But all of that to say is Tony and I would get up at the literally before the crack of dawn. We were leaving our house like 4.30, 5 o'clock. We wouldn't get home till 6 or 7. Mm-hmm. We're exhausted. Yeah. And during that time, we're hardly spending any time together either. So no emotional intimacy, very little recreational intimacy. Sex was far, few and far between. Mm-hmm. And I'm working in a company that's all men. 
So lunchtime, when I was actually awake and conscious and, you know, like engaged with the world, I'm having lunch with the guys that I work with. No big deal. No big deal. Until you find yourself going, oh my gosh, like I can't wait to see Scott. I wonder, is it like, like where are we going for lunch today? And it was a thing. Mm-hmm. It was a thing. And, and I was like, it didn't even phase me at the time, not until he got fired, in which case I was like, oh, there's like this absence in my life. But it wasn't just happening on my side. That was another huge, you know, for you, you were in this place too where you're hanging out with all your guys. Yeah. And in my, in my work environment was I was married young and most of the guys in my work environment were single yeah. or dating guys. And so- Lots of partying going on there. A lot of partying going on, strip clubs. You know, one of the things that I remember there and I look back now and how I could have been protecting my marriage- was the the opening was wasn't just like it, it didn't just happen like oh hey um we're disconnected so i'm going to seek out other women it, it it started into pornography again viewing it again mm-hmm. talking to my buddies going to strip clubs then traveling and then when i was traveling then it began with the drinking at a bar to then start talking to women to start picking up women to asking them to my room there's there's an entry point. Mm-hmm. And I look back now and I go, I wish somebody would have been around me saying, hey, Tony, you know what? This marriage, it's a lifetime. What are you doing, man? Mm. What are you doing? Why are you doing this? What changes do you need to make? I didn't have that in my life back then. And I look back now and I go, wow, if I can impact one couple mm-hmm. with this message today to just go, the opening may be right now. The dis- You may be just going, oh, it's not that. It's nothing. I- but you're on Instagram and you're looking at like fitness professionals. And I say that with air quotes because basically their bikinis are nothing. You know what I mean? Or their shorts. Guys are barely wearing anything. Mm-hmm. It's the door. It's the opening. It's the starting point. Yeah. And, you know, disconnect. A breach just doesn't happen. Right? Yeah. It's not just like, oh. Yeah. Bam, the door got opened. It's it's this disconnect that that occurs slowly over time. And I want to be very clear, it goes both ways goes both ways. It's not just women who aren't engaging with their husbands, it's husbands who aren't engaging with their wives. And being mindful of this. You know, I was talking to a couple the other day in a coaching session, and I asked the question, I'm like, do the two of you even know what your marriage looks like if you both put in effort at the same time? Good question. And they were really honest. And they said, both of them, they were on two separate Zooms. It's beauty of coaching via Zoom. People can be in two different places. But both of them almost simultaneously said, I don't know that we've ever put effort in to our marriage. Mm. Wow. Wow. It's hard to have an extraordinary, it's hard to keep these doors closed and protect your marriage from infidelity if you aren't putting forth effort. Side note for everybody right now. I just want to, I just want to share it. The wedding isn't the culmination. And I don't care if you've been married a year, five years, 10 years, 30 years, 40 years. The wedding is not the culmination. That is a starting point. And the sooner we realize that what we have is going to take effort, it's going to take work. Work in, is it not in the sense of I'm working eight hours a day or something, it, but it's going to take time. It's going to take an effort on your part to look at your six pillars of intimacy and determine how you're going to strengthen Mm -hmm. those. 
Because if not, believe me, your marriage will crumble. I've been there. Elisa and I have been there ourselves because we thought it was just all going to just happen magically. And everything was just going to be organic and, and, and everything was going to be spontaneous. I need to crush that lie mm. because it's not that way. Elise and I still to this day put in the effort so that we protect our marriage from infidelity because it could be just as easy. You could be looking at us right now and it could be just as easy for us to be disconnected for three months, six months, a year, two years. For one of us to go, what am I doing here? Mm-hmm. I'll go get my emotional intimacy filled somewhere else. I'll get my physical intimacy somewhere else. I'll go get my sexual intimacy somewhere else. It can happen just like that. We're willing to put in the effort though every week so that we protect our marriage and that you will too. Absolutely. And you know, Tony mentioned, you know, kind of the four key intimacies where the door can get opened. And that's really what we want to talk about, you know, in terms of protecting, you know, the first one, lack of emotional intimacy, you know, not having the conversations, not sharing your feelings. One husband told me the other day, he goes, I heard my wife talking. I heard her. I just wasn't listening to her and her emotions. I didn't understand what she was feeling. And I, I will straight up tell you, if you don't listen to your spouse or talk to them for a long enough period of time, someone else will. Someone will be the ear. Mm -hmm. Someone will be the conversation. We've heard it many a times. I, I can't be any more direct when it comes to emotional intimacy than that. There's a lack of physical intimacy. It, it's saying to your spouse, you know what, touch isn't important to me. So, so I don't know what the big deal is for you. Well, your spouse is not you. You fell in love with somebody that is different with you and different than you and saying, well, just because I don't need it, it shouldn't be a problem for you like even saying that out loud doesn't even make sense because it's not acknowledging that your spouse is different than you are. And I will tell you kind of like conversation. If you don't touch your spouse for a long enough period of time, someone else will. Physical intimacy. I just want to say this. This is our non-sexual. Mm -hmm. We'll get sexual intimacy is, is separated from our physical intimacy for the two of you in this area. It could look very different. You will not, for the most part, if you see Elisa and I speak and we are on stage and we are together, you will not see a bunch of hand holding. You won't see a bunch of hugging. You won't see a bunch of kissing. And yet every night, you better believe we are playing footsie. We are cuddling. You're laughing. I'm laughing because you said I cut you last night with my toenails. You did. Elisa <laughs> has blades on her toenails, oh, man. Stop. And cut me. But we're cuddling. You will. We will. We will. Every night, in some way, shape, or form, cuddle. And it's not for eight hours. We're moving around and we're doing our thing. What does that look like for the two of you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The, the two other intimacies that can be open doorways to, to infidelity and areas that you need to think about protecting your marriage, a lack of recreational intimacy. It's saying, you know what, we're just, we don't have any common interests. Um, we're too busy. We're not interested in the same things. You fell in love spending time with one another. Like, let me just be real clear. You don't, I mean, except for arranged marriages, you spent time together before you got married. Mm -hmm. It's how you got to know the person. And if you don't spend time with your spouse for a long enough period of time, plenty of opportunities for somebody else to spend time with your spouse. And a lack of sexual intimacy, it's saying, I'm not interested in sex or I don't need sex or I don't want to be sexually intimate with you. You heard Tony say, for him, that led to pornography. For some, it leads to erotica. It can lead to sexual infidelity. Like it's an open doorway mm -hmm. to somebody else meeting that need. Because the thing is, you don't get married <laughs> to not talk to your spouse. 
or share your feelings with them. You don't say I do, especially that part of the vows that say to have and to hold, to never touch your spouse or be touched by them. It's a big one for us. You didn't spend all of the time planning your wedding to not spend time planning and spending time together in your future right? You you didn't start your marriage thinking, hey, you know what? I'm getting married to this person and we're never going to have sex. Mm. I don't believe anybody ever thought that at the start of their marriage. And yet when those pillars start to get cracks and when they don't have attention, they are an open door to infidelity, to other people or other things taking place in your marriage. And we don't want we don't want to be that couple ourselves and we don't want any of you to be that those couples either. So let's take action now to protect marriages from infidelity. And we're going to talk about how to do that after this break. Stress, hormone changes, and lack of sleep can impact your skin, causing issues like dryness, dark spots, and acne. I know the closer I get to 50, the more aware I become of this. OneSkin, today's sponsor, offers a simple skincare routine to address these concerns at a cellular level. OneSkin has developed a proprietary peptide called OS1 that's scientifically validated to improve the health of your skin beneath the surface without irritation or a complicated multi-step routine. I use the OS1 face topical supplement on my face and neck, which often needs a little extra care with age. Additionally, the OS1 eye supplement helps keep the under eye area fresh, even on little sleep. OneSkin is the world's first skin longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code OEM at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code OEM. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support your show and tell them we sent you. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. We're back, and we're talking about protecting your marriage from infidelity. And we're going to start at the beginning. You know, what are the conversations that need to happen? How are you communicating the disconnect in your marriage? And and this is a hard one because when there is disconnect, uh-huh. it, it's easier, been there, it's easier not to bring it up than to bring it up. Or to be indirect. Or to be, yes, or it to be indirect. And this, I think, is that place where you have to... You have to shake things up. Mm-hmm. You got to get radical. You need to say things that haven't been said. And it will be scary and it will be uncomfortable. Sure. But you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Get a weekend away. Get a day away. I don't care if you have one child, if you have no children, if you have five children. Get somebody to watch them. Mm-hmm. This this isn't a time to be like, oh, and make up all the excuses you can. No, this is a time to go, oh, we got to find somebody. We got to get together. Straight up out of a coaching session the other day, um, husband says to his wife earlier this year, essentially we're at a crisis. I'm not sure it, okay. what this is going to look like. And in the coaching session that we had this week, um, you know, the fact of the matter is that he's been feeling this way for years. Mm. And she said in the coaching session, I wish you had told me all those years ago. 
And it was just this really powerful moment because he very much was like, okay, we'll power through, we'll do the things. And, and John, uh, relationship expert, John Gottman, he says that couples wait an average of six years of being unhappy before getting help. Six years is a long time. Mm-hmm. Six, so if, if that's you, if you're like, oh, okay, we're not at six years, but I've been unhappy. Like it, it's time to start taking action because let me just, let me just be really direct. If you were chronically ill and your health was feeling miserable for years, you wouldn't sit there and do nothing. So if that's true in your physical health, why are you not taking the same action in your marriage health to get help, to do something? You know, if you need coaching to go get coaching. And I want to be clear here too, that if your spouse says there's a problem, don't ignore that. If your spouse is telling you, I feel disconnected, or I, things aren't going well, or whatever that is, that is the check engine light mm-hmm. on your car saying, warning, warning, warning. And I don't, you might not know what the problem is. Like, that's how I feel about the check engine light. But if you take it in and get it diagnosed, if you get professional help, you can find out what's behind your marriage check engine light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's time for you to start marriage coaching, I would highly recommend that you apply for coaching. And you can learn all about that here at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. There's no, there's nothing other than to apply right now. Yeah, there's no obligation if you apply. There's no obligation. And yet, sometimes we got to do something. Mm-hmm. We got to at least get moving. And so, again, go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching. Apply today. Yeah. Uh, the second thing, you need to look at each one of those six pillars of intimacy. It's amazing to me how this book and this framework very specifically has become that opportunity for couples to look at their marriage from a holistic standpoint, rate themselves, you know, read the book, rate yourself on a scale of one to 10. Mm-hmm. Two, you sit down, have a conversation. How are we doing in our emotional intimacy? Scale one to 10. Let's just be brutally honest. And this is just a, a great way to start that conversation too. Mm-hmm. Because we don't have to just dive right into the, this is what I'm upset about. And I've been upset about it for, you know, five years and I can't handle it anymore. This is your way of looking at each pillar mm-hmm. and, and ranking them, each of you ranking them. And, you, and, and on the side note of this is be it a one or a 10, add a note why. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Be specific. Be specific why. If we're looking at our emotional intimacy and it's at a three, Put one or two reasons why it's a three. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Because it just allows yourself to get clarity. We're, we're no longer in the nebulous here of like, well, I just don't feel it. Well, wh- what does that mean? Like, it means nothing. I, I don't know. You know, you know, you're trying to convey what's happening inside of you to your spouse, to another individual who's different than you. And so having some clarity will really help them understand like, oh, I got it. Mm -hmm. You may only get through a couple of these at a time. It's okay. But working through that process brings clarity. It opens the door to what's really happening in your marriage right now. And as the hug said, this season, Mm -hmm. Right. This is a snapshot in time. It's a right now snapshot. Where could your marriage be in 30, 60, 90 days if you take action Mm. around those pillars that are a one to a four, a one to a five? Wow. 
and protect your marriage from infidelity. Mm-hmm. What could happen? And so you look at those, you know, emotional intimacy, physical intimacy, recreational, sexual. It's yeah, it's just it's being intentional. And, and that's really, you know, as you start to get an awareness of where you might have cracks in your marriage, as you start to get this awareness of we're not as strong as we need to be, there might be a door that's just kind of, you know, like, like getting smidged open, mm-hmm. right? Then it's being intentional and consistent with your marriage, right? Like I can't overstate that um you know I, I i sit across from so many of my coaching clients and they're like like you know it was so easy in the beginning well sure it was you had all the dopamine rushing through your body you know there were just hormones that were making everything easy and you know you look overlook everything and you don't have to work so hard because all you know you're flooded with dopamine the, the truth that matters is that over the long haul of any marriage it's the consistent actions mm-hmm. it's the intentionality it's, it's the commitment it's yeah at the end of the day it is Because commitment isn't, like, you don't have to have commitment to, you know, like, run down your front sidewalk. There's no commitment there. But you do have to be committed to run a marathon. Right? So think about that. What do you have to, like, marathon runners, they have to put on their shoes. They have to do the miles. they They have to run when it's no fun. They have to run in all kinds of weather. They do that because they're committed to the finish line. They're committed to their success. Same thing true is true in marriage, Mm. right? Are you committed to the long-term success? Are you willing to do the hard things? Maybe the not so romantic things, maybe the things that aren't so organic and to do them consistently, to do the things that you say, you know what, I'm going to do these things because on the other side of my consistency is the fruit of this. We will have a marriage that's protected from infidelity. We will have connection in our emotional, physical, recreational, and sexual intimacies. Why? Because I can see, just like the hug said, I can see the light at the end. The light at the end is happy. It's, it's an extraordinary marriage. But extraordinary doesn't just happen. You don't just hope and wish that your marriage isn't going to be rocked by infidelity. You don't just dream that we're not going to have infidelity in our marriage. You have to be really intentional about creating a marriage that has borders around it that is fortified from the inside out so that attacks in whatever size, shape, or form can't penetrate the walls of the life that the two of you have created. Yeah. You know, I hope what we shared today is that light bulb moment. Mm. There's much more to do. There's a lot to look at. There's a lot to determine for yourself, for your spouse, and for your marriage. And yet, Today was your day to go, you know what? There are some things that are off. There are some pillars that have cracks. There are some shifts that need to be made in our marriage so we can protect it from infidelity, from others trying to come in. And I pray that this is that starting point for you. If you're in a spot though where you, you're, you're just struggling to be able to have these conversations to open up with your spouse, then please don't hesitate to apply for coaching. Go to oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash coaching and you can get started today. Mm-hmm. Do know that Elisa and I pray for you. We pray for the one family each and every time we get together in our prayer time because we know that we're fighting for you. And I want you to know that you got to fight for your marriage too. Mm-hmm. So go out there this week, fight for it, battle for it. It's worth it. We love you guys. 
Take care. We'll catch you next week.